Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Batman 1966. Today we will be discussing season two. Episode 39, titled, The Penguin's Decline. This episode picks up, of course, right where the last one left off. The Joker has Batman, Robin, and Venus all trapped in a pond with a giant clam. The clam's already eaten Robin. He's gonna die. Then Batman and Venus are gonna die. Oh no, what's gonna happen? The worst has yet to come. So, uh, this last episode's certainly a thing. (laughs) Uh, they concluded this arc in a very interesting way. I'll say that right at the top. Uh, so we get our grand escape, very opening of the episode. Uh, Batman, somehow, through some form of magic, is able to break free of his chains, and then he pries open the mouth of the clam and takes Robin unharmed from the clam's mouth and then frees Venus. And that's the escape. And they explain it away like, every man has uh, some hidden strength in some form of crisis that, uh, that, that appears to be mine. Man, where was that hidden strength over the past 50 death traps? That's what I want to know. Whatever. (laughs) It doesn't matter. That escape uh, is incredibly simplistic and underwhelming, but whatever. Uh, We cut back to the Joker's hideout. He's celebrating that Batman and Robin are definitely dead. Uh, And then Laundry Chuck shows up, and turns out, they got the penguin out of jail again! He's back! It's it's been a bit. Took a bit of hiatus from this arc, over the second part. But now he's back, and I'm glad he's back. I'm glad he's back to provide that coin... the coint to provide that point counterpoint with the Joker. It's fun. It's real fun. But anyway, Penguin's back. Then Joker finds out that Batman and Robin are alive immediately. And then uh, he just goes through uh, the last two pieces of his plan. There's only two signs of the Zodiac left. Uh, the Water Bearer and the Goat. For the water bearer, he's going to try and tamper with the city's water supply. 
again. But this time, he's using some form of gelatizing agent to turn all the water in Gotham into strawberry jelly. That... That's something. <laughs> He's turning the water supply into strawberry jelly. And then for the goat, Batman's the goat. Sure, that makes sense. And the plan is to use Venus as bait. Okay. Whatever. Oh, I'm tired. Whatever. That makes about as much sense as anything. <laughs> so Batman and Robin are stumped thinking, Oh, what are they gonna do? I don't know. And Joker goes over to the reservoir and is like, Here's strawberry jelly. Everything's strawberry jelly now. And Batman and Robin find out immediately that it is indeed strawberry jelly and not water. Sort of like the Joker. He turned the water into strawberry jelly. <laughs> this plot point is so dumb. <laughs> strawberry jelly. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, they go to the bat 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 bleh, bleh, They go to the bat copter, and they have to use the bat copter because apparently it has a portable bat lab in it. Okay, a big sophisticated thing makes sense. More on that later. <laughs> and as they're racing towards the reservoir, uh, everyone's. Sort of starting to figure out that it's not water, it's strawberry jelly, and it's just real weird. Uh, O'Hara's taking a shower, and then strawberry jelly comes out, and he's like, Ah, Joker! Somehow he immediately figures out that that's the Joker. <laughs> Can't possibly be anything else. And Batman and Robin get to the reservoir, and they pull out the portable Bat Lab, which is just a briefcase. Why did they need the Batcopter again? <laughs> Why isn't this portable Bat Lab readily available in the Batmobile if it's just a goddamn briefcase? What is wrong with you? <laughs> Why don't you plan for this more efficiently? Idiot! <laughs> but anyway, Batman and Robin get to work analyzing the water, quote-unquote, or really strawberry jelly. Uh, Commissioner Gordon calls him on the mobile bat phone. And Batman's like, yeah, we know, strawberry jelly, it's it's a thing. Commissioner Gordon's like, uh, he wants $10 million to restore the water supply. And Batman's like, don't pay it. Meanwhile, on Gordon's end, <laughs> Chief O'Hara is just like, in nothing but a towel, just scowling next to him. It's really funny. It's an amazing image. Uh, he has strawberry jelly all over him still. It's great. 
is awesome. I love it. So anyway, Batman Robin takes some time to analyze it, and then they're like, we have this anti-gelatizing agent thing. Now, let's put it in the exploding batarang and hurl it into the water. I'm sure that won't have any negative impacts at all. So they do it, they throw the exploding batarang in, and, and instantly the strawberry jelly turns back into water. So Joker's plan has been foiled. But at the same time, uh, his last Zodiac crime is being put into motion. Uh, Penguin shows up at Venus's apartment uh, with gifts and champagne, and he's like, <laughs> drink this champagne. And she just drinks it. Because there's strawberry jelly, and if she doesn't drink something, she'll be dehydrated. Man, she's dumb. She is the dumbest person on the planet. She should never have let Penguin in, let alone drink his champagne. Any sane person would know that. This woman is the dumbest person on the planet. But anyway, Penguin is uh, romancing her and telling her how he's going straight. And all he needs to do to live an honest life is erase his criminal record from the Batcave. And she just buys that. Without any protest. So now Venus is in on this plan to to convince Batman to take her to the Batcave and then erase Penguin's criminal record. You dumb bitch. What is wrong with you? You're an idiot. But anyway, Batman and Robin show up and Venus is like, please take me to the Batcave. And Batman's like, Sure, why not? Uh, I just have to drug you <laughs> with that gas. And she's like, okay. So Batman and Robin take Venus into the Batcave. Uh, she's there. She's like, ooh, the Batcave. Okay, where do I erase Penguin's criminal record? And then immediately, out of the trunk, pop Joker, Penguin, and all their henchmen. And they're like, Ha ha! We're in the Batcave now! Yay! And they're just gloating about how they're in the Batcave. It'll now be a headquarters for the criminals of Gotham. They're just pushing buttons, flipping switches randomly. <laughs> like little children. What this do? What this do? What this do? What this do? <laughs> and then Batman turns on this device, the name of which I can't remember, but it flashes this blue light all throughout the Batcave and analyzes every single aspect of a criminal. Like every physical aspect of a criminal and provides the information that may prove useful in the future. Turns out, Batman planned this all along. 
He knew that Joker and Penguin were going to come after Venus and get her, him to take her to the Batcave. And he knew that they'd be in the trunk. So this was a trap. Clearly. <sighs> so many things wrong with this. <laughs> so many logical inconsistencies here, but whatever. Then a fight happens. Boom. Bam. Pow. Pam shows up again at one point. <laughs> the infamous Pam. All the words. And then the fight is over. Uh, Joker and Penguin are arguing about how shitty they are. And how they don't, still don't know the location of the Batcave, technically. And then Batman hits them both with bat gas. And Robin's like, hey, what would have happened if they opened the trunk to see where they were? And Batman's like, they couldn't have. I had a lock on it. Which, again is sort of a half-assed explanation. This entire end bit is kind of half-assed, but whatever, uh, Joker and Penguin are captured. They've saved the day yet again. Yay! And then we get our final scene when Aunt Harriet's reading off horoscopes, ironically. And then dinner is clam chowder, ironically. And Robin's looking all annoyed about it and Bruce is like it's okay dick this is a chance to get even and then it's over then the episode's over honestly this third part kind of underwhelming but still this arc was fantastic this was such an amazing three episode arc i adored every second of it. It's just, this is everything I love about Batman. This is everything I love about 1960s Batman, just crammed into three episodes. It's like seven arcs worth of content in one and a half arc worth of show. It's so good. <laughs> it's so freaking good. And I would love to see more of the stuff like this in the near future, which... Looking ahead at the types of villains we're getting very soon, uh, it's looking like we're going to get more of that. It's looking like we're uh, going to get more of the good stuff, or at least the good villains, the entertaining villains that make the otherwise unremarkable arcs even more remarkable. Like, that's the very, very least that I can hope for at this point, <laughs> because... Honestly, season two, they jammed that front half off. Up, they jammed that front half up with so many who gives a shit villains and so many half-assed arcs that I'll take anything at this point. I'll take anything even remotely close to quality for me to actually enjoy this series. Uh, if you like this. Favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. Uh, you can also find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in 
as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 40. Talk to you then.